It's time for another episode of Marketing Pains. The podcast about marketing for window treatment and awning companies. Learn what your colleagues are doing to keep their businesses thriving and growing and what tools you can use to expand your own business. Enjoy the view as window treatment marketing pros owner Will Hankey talks with industry experts digging into their marketing successes, learning how they're attracting more customers and getting you thinking about ways to marketing your own company. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Pains. My name's Will Hankey. Excited to have you here. We've taken a little hiatus from doing some uh, podcasting, but we are back at it now. And I'm very excited for my first guest today. Uh, and her name is Kimberly Voss. So let me read her uh, her intro to you, and then we'll, we'll get to talk to Kimberly here. So through her years of experience in the fashion industry, running her home-based workroom and designing hundreds of window treatments, Kimberly has a gift for styling any window to fit the window's function and the homeowner's style. She is a window treatment coach who expertly trains interior designers, decorators, and window covering professionals her process of choosing the most suitable and loveliest window treatments. She thoughtfully shares everything she's learned from her design mistakes and successes so you can create a profitable business of your own. Kimberly, thank you for having, or thank you for being on today. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem at all. I think that's the first time I've ever said the word loveliest too, by the way. <laughs> it's a good word, Will. You should it use is. it. <laughs> it's it's in there now. So I'll 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 interject it at some point over this weekend. How's that sound? <laughs> well, awesome. I'm really glad you could join me today. Uh, why don't you uh, give me kind of the the two minute uh, elevator pitch about your your business? Sure. So I'm Kimberly Voss and my business is the Window Design Society where I help interior designers and window covering retailers uh, just understand all the design considerations associated with window treatments. Um, I have a course that I have I have a course where I walk um, professionals through the, my process of choosing window treatments so that they can really understand what the client wants. And then of course, what the window needs so that everybody's happy in the end for those wonderful reveals. That's awesome. So this is an online course people can just take or, or even owners can give to new employees, things like that to go through. That's exactly right. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, give us a little backstory. How did you get involved in uh, the window treatment industry? Oh, it's a good one. <laughs> so I started early on. I was a newlywed, actually. My husband and I bought our first house. I had gone to school for um, fashion merchandising. I knew how to sew. And we bought our first house. And I had somebody out to give me a quote on draperies. Um, and I literally choked at the quote. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to give a go at this and make them myself. Um, so I did just that. I picked the fabric, I fabricated them, and they were beautiful. And friends and family, of course, would come over and be like, where did you get your window treatments? And I, I made them. And one of my friends was like, will you please do that for me? And I thought, yeah, sure, I'll do it. So we went to Joann's and picked the fabric and I did it for her. And little did I know, it was the beginning of a 15-year business. 
referral after referral and um, it was all referral based. So I was really fortunate. Um, it did so much for me as a professional learning the whole world of being an entrepreneur. And then something that it taught me in window coverings is that I organically just fell into the most profitable part of the window covering industry, which is the soft side, nice. um, making fabric shades, draperies, pillows, um, all that is just so profitable. And I think that's the place where people most struggle within this industry, but it came second nature. I mean, I learned as I went, believe me, I made plenty of mistakes. And that's something that I point out in my class and my um, experience, because I don't want people to make the same mistakes I did, but it's really um, the part of the business that changes a room, you know, um, I could sell wood blinds and I have, but putting a valance over someone's kitchen window is what gets the oohs and ahs from all their friends and family, just like what happened to me. Um, putting drapery in a dining room um, gets all the oohs and ahs at Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, it's what really transforms a room into a place of beauty. That's awesome. So, so you made your own, got yeah. You know, kind of turned into a business, which is a very common kind of way that things happen, right? Uh, yes. So, how did you how did you transition into the coaching piece, or, or what what uh, sparked that for you? Oh, lucky me! So, I was actually working on my website. I had a Squarespace website, and I was looking to expand my window covering business because, um, as time went on, you know, we had the advantage of the internet. And um, I went on a national brand's website to see how they did it. And when I was on there, I noticed that they were looking for interior designers. And I put out my resume because I thought to myself, that's everything I do in my home-based business. I haven't been in the workforce now for 15 years. I'm just going to give it a try. Yeah. Well, fortunate for me on my resume, I was a product and sales trainer with a cosmetic company. Um, early in my life. And they noticed that. And they said, would you be interested in training window treatments? And I was like, oh. absolutely. It's, it's my specialty teaching. I love it. Um, so for five years, I worked for a national brand training all of their in-home designers and their call center. Oh, that's awesome. So you mm -hmm. kind of went, you kind of went backwards. A lot of people want to get into an industry. So they get a job in that industry first, right? Try to learn everything inside out, you kind of did it the other way around. I did. I did. It was nice um, because I learned their processes. It was a lot you know, tighter than what I did as an entrepreneur, if you will. Um, but I was able to bring in all the experience I had from sewing, right? That's awesome. And actually yeah. being in the client's home. And so those married up so nicely and um, just meeting all the different designers over five years. I mean, I trained literally hundreds of them. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So now you transition to, uh, to a, a coaching position mm -hmm. and teaching people kind of how to, how to look at a window and, and imagine it a certain way and then portray that to a potential customer. Is that true? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, okay. I remember one of the other trainers I worked with, um, who actually came in uh, from Eclipse. And I remember him saying to me, the window tells you what you can put into it. And I oh, nice. just love that. And it has stuck with me. And I use that as part of my training, like 
of starting with the window, I think as designers, we work opposite, right? We think, oh, this is beautiful. I'm going to put this in the window. But I think with windows, because they are so specific, you have to start with the window. And yeah. that, as far as my process goes, has really alleviated so many mistakes when you start there. Nice. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so tell us a little bit more about the course. Uh, what is uh, what is the overarching theme of it? Um, and, uh, and, you know, how, how did you, uh, did you kind of put it together in the first place? Yeah, I love that. So I, you mentioned how I have a degree in fashion merchandising. That was in my intro. I kind of use the parallel of fashion with windows, because I think that speaks to the heart of designers. When I just like what we were talking about here a minute ago of starting with the window and the window can tell you what you can put into it. If you think of it as a fact from a fashion standpoint, that's always what designers do, right? They start really with the body type. That would be the window. And then they dress the body type to accentuate and make that body type look the best it can be, right? They don't want to change it. And so I come from that place. So design considerations. So at first we look at the design considerations associated with the window, which way is the window facing? Is there ventilation? Are there obstructions? And then we go through the design considerations associated with measuring. Like what are the things you need to look at? And then we go into the design considerations of what style window treatment would lend itself to what the customer wants and what the window says it needs. And then of course the design considerations now, the fun part, which are associated with the materials that you'd be choosing. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of uh, consumers probably think the material is one of the first things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's okay. So with the designers and the retailers, if that is the case, if a, if a customer comes to you with that, I also teach to work backwards, right? Because we always, at the end of the day, want to please and delight our clients, but to work backwards, if you understand this process, then it's okay. You can work backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So we've probably kind of already answered this, but who is your target audience? Yeah, we kind of did, but it's the people who want to be profitable with window coverings. Oh, that's great. Um, You want that referral business, like I talked about, and you, of course, will will help them with that, getting those reviews, right, and having a beautiful website, but referrals are this backbone, I think, to every business, and if you can delight your customer with a window treatment that both is aesthetically pleasing and functionally pleasing, you are going to get referrals because you can put the most beautiful window treatment in a window, but if it's not functionally pleasing, meaning there's maybe cords in the way, or, you know, every time they go to move the drapery, it sticks because you didn't consider all these things um, associated, then you're not going to get the referrals to your business. And I think walking through each step of the considerations, um, it sounds like it's long process, but once you get the fundamentals, you can just look at a window and know what to put in it quickly. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. And and I think you're spot on with the referrals, uh, even though we do a, a ton of digital marketing, right. To get leads for people uh, reviews are one of the biggest things that are, that are going to get 
other people to raise their hand. And that's no different than a referral. It's very similar, right? Uh, It's just people you don't know, right? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I know as a consumer, that's what I do. The first thing I look at are reviews. Yeah. Um, I want to hear what other people are saying, not necessarily what the business is saying about themselves. Of course, that makes sense when I'm thinking about my customer experience. The business will help me understand that, but I want to hear what the customer's end result was. So yeah, yeah, I think that's good. You, I think you help your clients a lot with that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always, I'm always trying to differentiate between a review and a testimonial, which is something you can put on your website, which still may be a hundred percent true and something that somebody said, but Google won't trust it. And consumers won't trust it as much either because they know you built the website, right? Uh, you, you can say how great you are all you want. It's when somebody else does that it really counts. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure for you, it's being on Google My Business, right? So that Google's yeah. really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, that's the biggest driving piece of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's great. So somebody takes your course. Uh, what, is, what is one of the biggest benefits that they'll get out of it? Confidence. Oh, okay. One big word, because I think that is what stumbles people when it comes to window treatments or um, working out of their comfort zone. I can't tell you how many designers are so comfortable with uh, cellular shade or wood blinds. Um, But then when we start talking about soft treatments, there is an absolute differentiator where they're fearful. They don't want to make a costly mistake. And I can totally empathize with that. I've been in their shoes. Nobody wants to get that claw back. So, um, so I give them the confidence to walk through that. They will not make a mistake. I love that. And so that leads me right in my next question. What are some of the biggest design mistakes that you see? Oh, good one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) the biggest, um, Choosing the wrong materials. I okay. One of fashion um, analogy with that, it would be like using denim for an evening dress. You know, using oh. the wrong material for the intended design. Um, another an example in the window covering industry, it would be a white fabric shade made of linen, flat white fabric shade made of linen. Now, if you go on Pinterest, they're everywhere because they're steamed to perfection and starched, but in (laughs) real life, they look like a wrinkled mess. And the client's expectation is that it's going to look like it does on Pinterest. So I help them with that, considering, you know, what material choice is best for your intended design. Yes, we can do a white fabric shade, but we probably don't want to use linen. (laughs) Definitely makes sense. And, and Hey, I'm a guy, so I don't, I don't know all the design stuff either. I'll be totally honest with you. <laughs> what's, wrong okay. with, what's wrong with denim as an even, evening dress? That sounds fine. It's a little scratchy and <laughs> stiff. And <laughs> all right. So let's talk a little bit about the marketing side of your course. What, what have you done around, uh, obviously, the, the time it takes to put it together and build it and get it up there? Uh, what are you doing for, for the marketing piece of that? Uh, social media. So I use Instagram and Pinterest. And then of course, I'm looking into Facebook ads. Okay. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's good. 
Um, Facebook ads are great. Uh, and in your case, um, you know, some, some retargeting would be good. Uh, so getting back in front of people that maybe have already been exposed to you in some other way and staying top of mind uh, with them. Is, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So we'll have to have a further conversation about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> that sounds good as well. <laughs> You're listening to the marketing pains podcast. We'll be right back after this break. This episode of Marketing Pains is sponsored and underwritten by my own company, Window Treatment Marketing Pros. First of all, thank you so much for taking time out of your day today to listen to the podcast. I really do appreciate it. And I hope that you're gaining some knowledge, tidbits, uh, good information that will help your business grow. Window Treatment Marketing Pros is the only digital marketing company that works specifically with window treatment and awning companies around the U.S., We handle entire digital marketing campaigns from website design to SEO and more. With over 23 years of experience in the digital marketing arena, we can help your business get more website traffic, leads, and phone calls. We work with businesses that are experiencing significant growth or businesses that want to experience significant growth. And we have plans to fit most of those companies. If you're ready to invest in your business, you want the phone to ring more, and you have the resources to handle that growth, please schedule a short discovery call with me at wtmarketingpros.com slash strategy. I'd love the opportunity to talk with you about your business, your vision for the future, and your ultimate goals for your company. Schedule that today, and I look forward to meeting you. In the meantime, back to today's episode. Um, so let me ask you this, what other marketing trends or tactics do you see that other businesses are doing that you wish you could take advantage of? The direction I'm moving towards is more videos. Everybody wants to see videos. I want to be on YouTube more, um, putting out some quick design tips or in line with the considerations of my course for sure. But getting in front of people, I don't think as digital marketers, we should be afraid of being on video because it's what people want to see. I love that. Uh, and and I definitely agree with what you're saying. Uh, I mean, that's the reason we're doing this at, on video too, because there's a whole different, um, there's a whole different audience out there, right? Then, then there is just listening to a, the podcast piece of it. Uh, and at the same time, there's no reason you couldn't repurpose something in multiple ways. Uh, and video is a great way to do that. So that's a great point. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so is there, uh, is there anything that you see that uh, people are doing from a marketing standpoint that you think is uncool? Uncool. Yeah. Well, well, I wouldn't say it's uncool. It's just hard for me to um, adopt, which would be like TikTok and, okay, you know, I just not my generation. I'm trying to get in that realm, but it's just hard. It's really different. Um, the The back end of TikTok looks very similar to the back end of Facebook. So if once you get into that, you'll realize it's very similar as far as the targeting and all that kind of stuff. But the end product is a lot different. It is video, though. So if you're already doing video, it makes sense to replicate it over there as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So keep that in mind. That might not be as bad as you think. So. <laughs> 
Will do. <laughs> yeah. So um, if, uh, if money were no object, what is the craziest kind of marketing thing you'd like to do for your course? Everything. I think marketing is what moves the needle. And I'm not just saying that because I'm sitting with you. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I, I just know it is because we are no longer in the world of billboards and yellow pages. Everybody looks online for yeah. what they want. And yeah. so digital marketing is where it's at. And so as far as Yes, you need a beautiful website, but unless you have SEO and PPC and social media driving people to those that website, not many people are going to see it. And so um, you you need to drive that business there. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. I, I guess I'll have to send you a check now, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's true, true right? Because... Yeah. And we want a far reach. I mean, uh, with SEO, having that local reach within the community and being found um, when people are like, where can I get drapery or, you know, drapery near me is what they typically type in that search. Yeah. Want your business to show up there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for all the things that you've shared. I, I really uh, enjoyed uh, everything you've shared. Can you tell us a little bit more about how people can find out more about you, more about the course and uh, anything else that they can use to get started? Absolutely. So I made it easy. Um, the name of my website is my name. So it's KimberlyVoss.com. Okay. And so they can go there for sure to find out more. And then uh, my handle on Instagram and Pinterest is the Window Design Society. Oh, I love it. Okay. And uh, they can go to KimberlyVoss.com to find out about the course as well, right? 100%. That's exactly awesome. right. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect. I'll put the, the link in the show notes, of course, as well. And uh, uh, Kimberly, I really do appreciate your time today. Uh, we had a couple of technical glitches before we could get this going, but uh, I definitely appreciate your time and uh, insight into the industry. I loved it. And as a matter of fact, I made a special gift for your listeners because I know you talk so much about uh, reviews and testimonials and you want to make their websites beautiful for people in the window covering industry. Yeah. Um, I made a guide of how to take beautiful window treatments, uh, pictures using your iPhone. So how to take pictures of window treatments just using your iPhone and a free app. So it's nothing fancy. I'm by no means a photographer, but I've taken lots of pictures of my jobs in the past. And I've learned some tips and tricks along the way that I want to share with your listeners so that they can have some great collateral to share and get those referrals. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, that would be very good. I, I can't tell you how many conversations I have every week with uh, with with you know people that have an older website and they're like, oh, I got to replace all these pictures. Uh, you know, and, and I discourage them from using uh, all the, um, the mass pictures that like, you know, like Hunter Douglas and Graber, they all give you access to all these pictures and they're gorgeous pictures. Uh, the problem is they're on a couple thousand websites and Google sees that same picture everywhere. So taking a picture with your iPhone, if you can do it right, get the lighting right. Uh, you're going to, you're going to have a, an advantage from Google standpoint too, because they're going to see that as hundred percent unique it's going to be geotagged to your the location, uh, so there's some great advantages. So that's a that's a fantastic piece that you can offer. Yes, awesome. So let's put that link too. Okay, yeah, I'll put that link in the show notes, 
And uh, you can, I guess you're going to link that on the KimberlyVoss.com as well Absolutely. for our listeners. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Love it. Awesome. Uh, awesome. That's great. Uh, so definitely get that uh, from Kimberly and that will help with the pictures. Get those unique pictures up there, put them on the Google My Business uh, platform as well so that everybody can see them. And uh, and that's great. I really do appreciate that. Thanks, Will. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on today. I appreciate your time and uh, hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. You too. You've been listening to the Marketing Pains Podcast, where window treatment and awning business owners and industry experts share marketing information that helps you reach more customers. Please leave us a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform and get all of our show notes at wtmarketingpros.com slash podcast.